Welcome to the Angry Habs Fan Podcast Show. It is October 23rd, Sunday, 2016, broadcasting to you live from Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Fall is here, the leaves are falling in heaps. Uh, We turned on our heat like many Canadians this week. Uh, Definitely a sign that winter is coming. Been talking a lot of Habs to my friends this week, and uh, every time we talk about the Habs, we talk about their future, and every time we talk about their future, we end up talking about Carey Price. Uh, We end up talking about his contract, uh, whether he'll sign, whether he'll re-sign, whether we'll trade him. So this is a podcast I've been wanting to do for a while. So that'll be the first segment this week. And of course, we have the good, bad, and ugly, uh, which will cover mostly what happened this week with the Habs. Of course, the Habs right now are tied in first in the NHL. They're doing great. They won all their games this week. So, you know, it's a lot of good this week in the good, bad, and ugly. But uh, as always, there's some bad and ugly. So this week, let's move into the first uh, segment, the the franchise's future, Carey Price. You know, and Carey Price is the franchise player of the Montreal Canadiens. How Carey Price does is how the Montreal Canadiens do, whether it be present, past, or future, quite frankly. Uh, His contract ends in 2018. So we have him signed for two more years, this year and next year. This means, in my opinion, that the Montreal Canadiens should be planning their next move right now, as far as Carey Price and as far as the franchise goes. Because whatever happens with Carey Price will determine our future in the biggest of ways. So what is the next move with Carey Price and the situation with his contract? Well, personally, I'm not sure. Uh... I would be remiss not to mention his family situation. As we all know, he's a West Coast boy. He's married to a West Coast girl who's from Washington State. Uh, They have a kid. During the off-season, he spends his time in Kelowna, BC. So the the discussion of his West Coast connections are are definitely legitimate and a concern of Montreal Canadian fans. Uh, Is this enough for him to, to leave the Montreal Canadians and go play in the West? Well... That is what is up for discussion. Uh, things that could make Carey Price leave the Montreal Canadiens is that desire to live out west near his family. Uh, and let's be frank, the desire to win the Stanley Cup. If in the next two years he feels that the Montreal Canadiens aren't any closer to winning a Stanley Cup, he may decide to leave and go to a team where he feels he has a better chance. Uh, the future can only tell for that one. However, that could easily happen. However, before we speak of that, let's talk about the signing possibilities, uh, which are the most hopeful ones for the Montreal Canadian fans. And of course, I think the contract extension is his best option, is our best option, I should say. Uh, get as many years out of him as possible at the least price, uh, at the least possible price. Now, on discussing that with my friends, uh, I I think Montreal Canadian fans, if we're going to pay the bill, and we might have to, should get ready to pay nine to ten million dollars a year for the best goalie in the NHL. When PK Subban got nine million dollars a year, it turned a lot of heads, and I think Carey Price can easily say that he's at least worth PK Subban's contract. Uh, and he would be right. Uh, you know, the Montreal Canadiens, you know, there are a lot of tax situations, too, that Carey Price has to keep in mind when he starts making that much money. 
and the Montreal Canadiens might have to pay that extra bit to cover the tax he's going to lose by continuing to play in Canada. Uh, we have to say that because obviously if he were to move to the West Coast, personally, I don't see him playing in Vancouver. Uh, I don't think he's interested in going to a team that is worse than the Montreal Canadiens, frankly. However, if you told me he could go to Anaheim, San Jose, you know, L.A., they have quick, so I don't quite see that happening. But, you know, those are two teams on the West Coast that might interest him, that are easily better than the Montreal Canadiens today and might be in two years. So the contract extension for all of us is the best possible outcome here. Uh, if that's the case, it has to start happening now, in my opinion. The, the parties have to get together and start talking of that possibility. Because if Carey Price isn't interested in a contract extension, then the Montreal Canadiens have to start thinking about what might be their next move. Um, so, uh, you know, on that vein, the the signing, uh, the, one of the worst options would be to run out his contract and be in a situation of having to sign him to a new contract, not knowing, you know, what will happen if he doesn't sign well knowing what will happen is that we get nothing in return we would just lose the player and he would go sign with a new team now i dismiss this because i don't think the montreal canadians are that reckless i think the montreal canadians want to resolve this at latest the beginning of next year if if there's no movement then other options will have to be explored which we will explore in a second and you know well we'll you know, uh, we'll explore them now, to be honest. Uh, you know, the other possibility is we trade them. And, you know, and if we trade them, it could be at any time, frankly. It could be this year, even. Uh, if we get the right pieces for an offer for Carey Price, and Carey Price shows no interest in returning to the Montreal Canadiens, then I don't see why we shouldn't go ahead and do it, uh, starting from today till next year what pieces could those be well that's definitely up for discussion uh i guess you'd have to decide whether you want to continue to try to be a winning team in the present or if you want to be a winning team in the future and we'll be discussing the rebuild options in a couple of seconds because that is one of the options however we'll continue discussing about what options we can get for the present and for me if we were to trade carry price I would love to see us get a great center, a center that's, you know, a first-line center, which would bump Galchenyuk down to the second line, I understand. But if Galchenyuk is our second-line center, our, our front end has been greatly improved, and Plekanec then would be our third-line center, and so on and so forth. Uh, I would be very interested in that move. You know, uh the last 10 years, the Stanley Cup winners have been teams that have had big centers. Undeniable. Each team has had, if not one or two lines of big centers. And oftentimes, not necessarily with an all-star goalie. Uh, as far as that goes, yes, having an all-star goalie helps when you're doing your Stanley Cup run. But a lot of the times it ends up being really the goalies that are the hottest at that moment that could play the best during that month of hockey and is regardless of their status of their play in the NHL. Now, of course, an all-star goalie ups your chances to, to, to advance because 
they they are a better goalie so you know they might be able to steal a game or two for you but in the end the two stanley cup fighters are usually teams that have the two goalies that are playing their best now there's even been times where stanley cup teams have have had goalies that have been playing you know frankly not that well uh we've seen teams make it to the finals uh substituting goalies uh and that kind of thing so you know there's even a debate to be had about the impact of goalies and playoffs maybe i'll do a podcast in the future so by trading carry price i think is what i'm getting at does not necessarily mean that we are giving up on the stanley cup i think by trading carry price we could easily still be a stanley cup team uh the pieces we could get in return could be a mixture of things that help us in the present and the future, could be things that help us only in the present, but that doesn't negate our chance for a Stanley Cup. Now, I would be remiss not to mention who could replace Carey Price. Now, of course, we could get something back in return in a trade that is less than Carey Price, but is still good. But I think when you have a guy like Fukali in the minors, who, in my opinion, will be NHL ready in two to three years it could be a good idea to start preparing him in that scenario so that we can focus on improving the front of our team. And if we do that and Fukali does come up and play decent hockey for us, we could easily set ourselves up for a continued playoff presence for many, many years to come. Uh, So the future is not bleak for the Montreal Canadian goaltending situation. It's not like we lose Carey Price and we have absolutely nothing else behind us or we pick up a Jocelyn Thibault if you will to to sort of plug the gap you know Uh, we don't necessarily have to go down that route so you know those are the the sort of what could happen if we traded Carey Price Uh, however if we traded Carey Price for for draft picks and young players then then we kind of move into the idea of of rebuilding and when you're talking about rebuilding, you're talking about two ways to rebuild, really. There's the long-term way, a la, a la Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, you know, I think the Toronto Maple Leafs are on a minimum four-year rebuild plan here. This is their second or second year. Thir- third? Second? Yeah. So, you know, and they're, they're continuing to rebuild. I don't see them winning much this year, even though they have Austin Matthews. Uh, but... Let's all admit, as Hab fans, what the Toronto Maple Leafs are doing is extremely worrying. They, in two to three years maximum, in my opinion, will be a formidable team. Uh, They are definitely on a trajectory to, to be a Stanley Cup contender. And that is extremely bad news for Montreal Canadiens fans. And if, if Toronto becomes a, a Stanley Cup contender and the Montreal Canadiens are sort of still floundering in, in mediocrity or, or, or just, you know, hoping for playoff miracles, then I think the fans might get a little fed up. Um, however, if we have Carey Price and we're still trying to push for the cup, we'll see. The future can only tell. But uh, the, the long-term rebuild idea for the Montreal Canadiens I don't think is a good one. And I'll explain why, uh, simply in the fact that we have too many players right now that are about to enter their prime. Uh, Galchenyuk, Gallagher, you know, even Pacioretty, you could argue, 
Beaulieu, uh, you know, and there's just too many players that are entering that prime that we would have to eventually essentially get rid of to to get more young pieces and we would have to strip our team and i don't think montreal canadian fans could handle that i know i couldn't i would hate to see galchenyuk go not to mention to watch four to five years of of brutal hockey while we pick up pieces trying to rebuild a, a dynasty team i think that option is is probably the most unpleasant for montreal canadian fans don't get me wrong, if we were to go down that road and we did pick up dynasty pieces, it would put us in, in a Chicago Blackhawks situation, if you will. So in the long term, that would be beautiful, but I don't think in the short, medium term, the franchise could take it, if you will. Uh, so which I think leads us to the second best option, and that would be the mini rebuild. And a mini rebuild essentially is you you give yourself two, maybe three years maximum. Uh, you keep players that are that are entering their prime. You let go of veterans that in two to three years are essentially you're aiming for Stanley Cup contention in two to three years. Uh, that would be an interesting option for the Montreal Canadiens if we were to trade Carey Price for younger pieces. That way we keep Galchenyuk, we keep Gallagher, we keep Bolia, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, we have a lot of young players coming up that I think are going to be fixtures on the team in two to three years. Uh, the, the the youngsters coming up are interesting. Um, so as far as that goes, a mini rebuild, I would not be opposed to it. Not to mention, I don't think Hab fans would be opposed to it either. I think it could be sold, especially with the idea that this will make us a real Stanley Cup contender. Uh, again, you know... The hunt for that big center, uh, whether it be a, a starter in today's lineup or a future prospect, the mini rebuild doesn't necessarily guarantee that. Uh, simply because you're keeping enough assets that make you a good enough team that the first pick overall is not necessarily guaranteed. Uh, you might be looking at picking in the bottom, but you know if you're not picking first, second, or third, sometimes there's those years where the assets become a little more scattered and harder to pick and can quite frankly fail. So, you know, the mini rebuild for me, I'm not quite interested in that either. I'll be honest with you. I don't think we're in a great position to do a mini rebuild. I don't like the idea of finishing seventh or eighth, you know, towards the bottom, uh, picking players that are possibilities and not guarantees I think I think Montreal Canadian fans just don't really want to deal with that. Uh, I think the best move for Carey Price, myself personally, is either of course we keep him, uh, you know, sign him to a contract extension, give him what he needs, and continue to push to build the better team and to compete each year, or we trade him, but we trade him to compete in the present and not in the future necessarily uh we try to trade him for that big center we try to trade him for maybe a big winger uh you know at least a couple of pieces in my opinion when you're trading the best goalie in the nhl uh maybe a center first pick second pick you know if you go down the line there's a lot of positives that could come out of trading carry price and i know this terrifies hab fans it terrifies me too 
But if this is done properly, and I know people might disagree with this, it actually might make us a better team. Uh, I know we've lived in Montreal with the idea that we have to always have the best goalie or striving to have the best goalie. And I'm not sure that's the proper or correct philosophy. I think you obviously have to try to get the best goalie at all times, but it, should that be your top priority as your franchise? That is what I'm questioning. Uh, like I said before, you look at Stanley Cup pass winning teams and, and contenders, and they all have those, those their forward lines are chocked full of players that you know have been picked high, uh, developed, sometimes bought, but uh, it, it, there's no debating that their front lines are, are, are absolutely formidable. And if the Montreal Canadiens started to go down that vein, I would not be against that. So the future can only tell. And Carey Price, I would hope, is, is being open with the Montreal Canadiens on his plans. And I hope that the Montreal Canadiens are being open with him, whether we keep him or not. Because if we do end up trading him, I think Carey Price has earned the right to to go where he wants. And I think the Montreal Canadiens have also earned the right to get what they want. And to do all that, it takes time. So that's why I'm discussing it today. When something takes time, I mean it takes sometimes a year, a year and a half. And it has to start today. I would love to be a fly on that wall uh, listening to them discuss what uh, the possible future is because really we're talking about the future of our franchise. So that'll end this segment and uh, we'll move into the good, bad and ugly.